You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. All right, we are wrapping up our show. We have 30 minutes left, and we've had a good 90 minutes past. I want to thank Father Josh Eli for being my first guest. And I want to thank all those on the roundtable discussion of the goddess. And we're going to go back now to another priest from the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit in Bismarck, Father John Paul Gardner. Uh, Father, good morning to you. How are you? Hey, good to hear you, Monsignor. Um, I've had better days. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if I have this uh, this virus like you, like you did. So I, I heard <laughs> my days. You... <laughs> I, I heard you, you might be un, under the weather. You are uh, calling in, so uh, we're all safe here. Everybody uh, hold emails. Yes. And, um, yeah, Father Josh, Eli had it. I had it first. I think I was the first priest of the Diocese of Bismarck to um, to be officially tested positive and worked my way through that in July. Yeah, I, I had COVID back in July when it was it was kind of a big deal. It was, it was kind of a... <laughs> back I, when it was cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had people call me just to kind of, you know, talk to me because they had they had never spoken <laughs> to anybody who had who had covid before and you know what will, will life go on and you know there, there was a big uh, interdiocese uh, email blast well, you know and, i tried uh, to emulate you my whole life well you're 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 catching up you're you're uh, you're uh uh well you, you you have been tested so you're just waiting for your results waiting for results yeah and and i think uh with father josh eli i already have had it um are you in quarantine then or what's your situation there yeah, they just told me to you know take it easy for these next couple of days till I get the results, and so um, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Yeah, and you, and you're young. Uh, you'll you'll go through mm-hmm. it fine. I, I do want Thanks. to. Uh, we we just lost uh, a, a friend of mine, uh, Monsignor Jeff Wald. He did. He did succumb to uh, uh, COVID nineteen uh, last week. Yeah. His, his funeral was on. His funeral was on Tuesday, and I, we we went into the seminary together. We we wow. started our philosophy, our humanities. We we uh, suffered through our languages, our Latin and Greek, and and uh, and he was the <laughs> pastor of the Basilica of Saint James in Jamestown. And uh, eternal rest to Monsignor Jeffrey Wald. Uh, Amen. And, um, may, may he may he rest in peace. He's a little older than I am. He's fifty six. I'm fifty three. But we did we did start a cardinal mensch together, and he's gone on to his eternal reward. A good pastor, a, a good priest, and he always gave us a lot of hope. Hope is our discussion today, uh, Father mm-hmm. uh, Father John Paul Gardner is is my guest. Twenty twenty gives us a lot of reasons to. To maybe wonder, uh, or to probably even in some cases lose hope, but um, mm. the word yeah. hope, uh, you know, tell it, what good is it to hope? You know, hope can be, I think, I see it in two ways. Hope can be a, a challenging thing, um, but I think it also can be, you know, it, it, it can be the best thing in, in, in the world. Uh, on the one part, on the one hand, it can be challenging because you know, it's it's what you don't see. <laughs> you know, so there's a real there's a real challenge there. There's a real uh, a real difficulty, a real suffering. You know, essentially in the in the midst of hope, <clears throat> because you nobody hopes for what they don't see. <laughs> you have to you, you hope for what you what you don't see. You, you hope for what is to come. Um, but the amazing thing about hope uh, is that it 
it, it can it can radically inspire people um, to to make huge strides that uh, they didn't even know were possible. Um, a lot of times, people point to uh, Saint John Paul II as a <clears throat> as a pillar of hope, a witness to hope, um, uh, because he he became pope in the midst of so many uh, difficulties of the Cold War and and uh, so many adversities. Um, was even you know shot and, uh, uh, and he forgave his his uh, the guy that that shot him. He actually went to the jail and and, and forgave him. You know, <clears throat> there's a lot of witnesses to hope out there, but he just he pops up in my mind right now because he was able to see beyond you know what was presented before him. He saw what what God was doing and that that he had great possibilities to um, to bring peace to the world, to bring to restore hope and, and love, uh, to restore love. Um, so it's, it's, there's, there's a real uh, juxtaposition there. There's a person who is challenged in the midst of such adversity, but, you know, there's, there's, there's uh, for a person who has it, it's, it's what, they, what they long for, it's what they desire, it's that... Uh, eternal happiness. Uh, another quote, if I can say it real quick, Monsignor, is, is the one from the book of Hebrews. You know, our, it says there that um, for the sake of the glory which lay before him, Christ endured the cross. Um, I can't think of anything that, that points to hope more directly than, than that, than our, our Lord being willing to carry the cross um, because he, he, he hoped for the glory that lay before him. He knew that it was going to draw people to the glory of heaven. It's important that we always uh, look forward to something. In fact, I just mentioned this in my homily mm. over the weekend, and, and uh, mm. the late uh, Bishop John Kinney, who ordained me, um, I remember, mm-hmm. you know, he, he taught me a lot. And, and I remember mm. he, one of the things he said is to always look forward to, to something. You know, whether, mm. it's, whether it's a trip next year, whether it's, you know, you know what you're going to cook for supper. You know, ha- ha- have that anticipation. And, and hope is, is not just a desire uh, for something, but it's, it's really the, the expectation that, that you're going to receive it. The ultimate hope, mm. of course, is divine yeah. union. And, and while faith is a function of the intellect, uh, hope is really an act of the will. You know, we, we, mm. we, we, we can, we can um, uh, it's a theological virtue, uh, but, but yet right. um, it, 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 it's something that we can kind of, uh, with, our, with our will, uh, move into and receive more grace to achieve mm. it, right? Mm. Love it. Love it, yeah. Uh, you're saying, you know, things I look forward to. Somebody bought me a huge A&B pizza yesterday with a bunch of... Um, a bunch of meat on it. I, I'm really looking forward to uh, eating that a little bit later. Um, there, there's that kind of hope, <laughs> short-term hope, uh, but there, but there is that, but there's that that long-term hope, like you said, that that we can move into that that longs for for what what is to come. You know, Jesus said uh, in, in prayer that whatever you uh, whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give to you. And there's like an, there's a, there's a, an underlying current of hope in that that says, you know, don't only, don't only ask the Father in my name, but but like you just said, expect that that you know God's going to give it to you. That's you know that's that's the essence of our Christian life is we're, we're expecting that we're going to receive you know 
not just pizza at the end of the day, but we're going to be able to receive, you know, the grace that God is, is, is going to give us. What the, the bishop has asked us to, um, to pray for an end to the coronavirus by praying the memorari at the end of every Mass. We're still doing that. And uh, I found it interesting that the first day that Masses were restored, uh, when we were praying that prayer, the first day that Masses returned was on May 1st, the, 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 uh, the uh, uh, first day of uh, the month of Our Lady, month of May. So Our Lady is, is with us powerfully, you know, giving us hope. You know, she stood by the foot of the cross, looked at her son dying on the cross. You know, what, what greater uh, example of hope, again, that we can find in Our Lady? And there's always this anticipation. Uh, Paul's letter to the Romans says that, for in hope we were saved. He says, now mm. hope that, this is, this is what I like, now hope that sees for itself is not hope. For who hopes for what one sees? Mm. And mm. so the, the, there, there's really a, a lot of um, faith kind of behind hope. But my first recommendation to you is to get to that A&B pizza. Get to that pizza before you lose your taste and smell uh, with, <laughs> with, with COVID, okay? And 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 by, and, and by the way, and, and the reason, and, and I did the reason why we lose taste and smell with COVID nineteen is because it depletes our zinc. So boost that zinc, Father, and wait for that test. And uh, I, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm hopeful for um, for first of all your, your negative test. We're, we're going to take a yeah, short break. Too. We're going to take a short break, Father. If you can hold on, we're we're going to get back to the talk of the uh, of our Blessed Mother as an example of enduring hope. And, uh, and, and okay. I want to thank you. We're going we're gonna to talk about, you know, maybe the kinds of spiritual quicksand, so to speak, people can fall into mm-hmm. uh, when, mm-hmm. when we come. So if you can hang on, uh, I, I'd appreciate that. I think you're in the comfort of your quarantined rectory. So uh, if you can hang on, Father, I'd appreciate that, okay? We'll, we'll be back in just one moment. This is Monsignor Schumacher with Real Presence Live. We're coming to you live from the Church of Corpus Christi in Bismarck. I'm the pastor here, and Father Mark Ani is my parochial vicar, and he is um, he's going to he's joining us right now, and he'll be back after the break. We'll be back in just one moment. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging. And live on the Real Presence Radio Network. So, uh, seven years ago, my wife and I and four of our kids, um, one, well, five of our kids, one was still inside uh, Mama at the time. We felt something was missing in our in our faith life, in our in our church where we were, and we went through a period of kind of being in the wilderness. Over that period of searching, God led us to uh, to St. Mary's, and we began a journey of conversion, uh, went through RCIA here at the Cathedral Parish, and uh, there was no turning back once once we went down that road. And, and I, I tell lots of people that what if you are a devout Christian and you begin this process with an open mind to learn what the Catholic Church has to say about herself... Uh, it will be hard to resist her, and uh, and we found that to be the case, and we have been thrilled and exuberant Catholics ever since. 
It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small-town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to Real Presence Live. We have just a few minutes left, and uh, we're coming up on 46 minutes past your hour. And Father John Paul Gardner is my guest. Actually, I'm your confirmation sponsor, Father. Is that right? Yes. I'm glad you remember that. Thanks, Monsignor. Yeah, have I? Have I? I picked a good one. Have I been exemplary in any respects <laughs> on that, or in uh, every respect? In every respect. Um, I just my prayer is, as I became your confirmation sponsor, sponsee is that is that one day you would become a Monsignor. That was my and, one. Well, uh, that, that 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 that, 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 that delivered. <laughs> See, I was pastor of New England, North Dakota, and and the gardeners <laughs> were my parishioners when I was pastor of New England. <laughs> And I and there were uh, the gardeners had so many kids. I think they just ran out of people for sponsors. <laughs> and and I think you were down to like the local parish priest or something. And I, uh, but um, it's good to have you on the line. Father Mark Ani is is here as well, the parochial vicar at Corpus Christi, your home parish. Yes, it is. And so thanks for joining us for a, a part of the show here. Uh, Father Gardner, I, I, when, when I did the project at St. Wenceslas, I, mm-hmm. um, I, um, I, I, we, we put uh, 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 marble uh, inlays uh, representing mm-hmm. the virtues. Mm-hmm. And for, for, the, for charity, I, I used the, uh, the pelican, okay, which, is, which is classic, which is ancient. For, for faith, mm-hmm. I used um, the lamp, because faith just lights your next step doesn't light the whole room, just kind of an oil lamp. And then for, for Hope, uh, I designed an anchor with, with barbs. You know, I, I'm from Williston, and I've been paddle fishing since I was 16, so the, you know, these trouble hooks. So an anchor that really looks like it'll, it'll dig in. Uh, because mm. I, I, I really think a Hope, and, and, and I, by the way, I put Hope in front of St. Joseph, whom I think had to hope more than anyone that 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 this mm. that this that wow. this unbelievable plan would 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 would, uh, would would work out. We we really do need hope to dig in into our lives, don't don't we? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I like that. I like that. Throw your you put your anchor in in, in heaven. You put the, your anchor in the in the hands of our Lord, and you say, Lord, <laughs> you're my rock. You know, you take me where you want you want me to go, and and I'm going to go there. And and if I don't get there. <laughs> Well, I'm going to get there because <laughs> you're—it's in your hands. So. Yeah, and and because and and hope, 
the, the grace of God is hope, and of course, the opposite of that is despair. Which is, uh, I, I'm going to tell, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell a story mm-hmm. I've told before. And you know, when mm-hmm. you get to be when you get to be my age, uh, Father, you just when I when I repeat stories, just act like you haven't heard them. Okay, <laughs> but uh, oh, it's this is another it, wonderful month. It, it, yeah, it's exactly. a, yes, I never heard that before. <laughs> act interested. Well, uh, what happens keep, next? Keep, keep, keep eye contact, look surprised, laugh at the jokes. But but I, I used to tell this to my students at Trinity High School. It's it's a story, and I actually told it here at Corpus already. It's a story about the devil's rummage sale. And the the, the, de- the devil had, you know, uh, stuff piling up. He, he needed to get rid of stuff like we do. And so he, you know, he put out his, he put out his things and, 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 you know, it was time for the sale. And, and, and a guy, a guy came in and said, I'm going to take, I want to take that. I want to buy that one in the corner. And the devil said, ah, oh, that wasn't supposed to be out here. And that, you know, I, when we had rummage sales growing up, grandma, grandma would, you know, you kind of had to watch what went on sale. You know, because some of your stuff you didn't. But anyway, he said, no, that that wasn't supposed to be put out here. And the man said, well, why not? Because the devil said, that is my best trick. And if I can get people in it, I got them. And the man said, Mm -hmm. what is that trick? And the devil said, that is despair. And it's my best Mm -hmm. trick. Because if I can Mm -hmm. get followers of Jesus Christ to despair, I got them. And they'll do anything I need them to do. Uh, that that is uh, kind of a memorable story uh, of the run yeah. sale. Again, it reminds us of the importance of hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even have to have to fake that I like that story. And just <laughs> nod and, like, I think I think you heard. I think you heard it when you were five. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 the gardener, the gardeners, by the way, were some of the best servers I had at New England St. Mary's. And I started, I, I started giving them Holy Communion at the age of, I, I think you guys got first communion at the age of four or five, didn't you? Because you, 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 you came to me and you exhibited an understanding and faith in the Eucharist. And I said, well, why not? I mean, what am I supposed to do? Make them wait three years? But, um, f- well, Father, you- <laughs> <laughs> we, Father Ani's got to fo- we got we got to stick to work here. Yeah. Father Ani's got to follow up. Uh, Father Gardner. Yeah, Father Gardner. Um, just referring to our Blessed yeah. Mother and how is she an example for you for enduring hope? Yeah, thanks, uh, Father. And uh, and you know what, the Blessed Mother, you know, looking for the child Jesus, looking for the child Jesus, you know, uh, when he's twelve years old. Um, and, 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 and distraught, um, and confident, I think is, is one of the best images that I can see of Our Lady, Our Lady of Hope. Uh, you know, she, there's nothing more treacherous in life than for a parent to, to lose a child. And, uh, that, that heaviness, that difficulty that she and, uh, St. Joseph must have gone through, you know, she probably went up to St. Joseph and said, I thought you had him. And, she, and he's like, well, I thought he was with you, et cetera. And that, that heaviness between, between the two of them. And then looking for three days, um, looking for, for the child Jesus, must have just been the hardest and heaviest on, on her heart. Um, and that she goes to the temple and finds him, you know, is, is a really uh, a sign of, of, of immense and powerful hope. Um, she, uh, they find Jesus there in the temple, uh, obviously an answer to, to days of prayer. Um, didn't happen immediately. 
um, and she experiences him there. Um, and you can even, you can even hear the, uh, <clears throat> the exasperation in her in her heart how she's been longing so long. You know, so, my son, didn't you know that we were <clears throat> that we were looking for you, um, <laughs> uh, and that your father and I have been you know crying. So um, ho- hope is not without tears. Hope is not without longing. Hope is, is not without distress. <clears throat> and I'm always convinced that that um, those three days that the Blessed Mother uh, experienced of, of great distress and, and maintained her immense hope in the midst of all, helped her on the next three days when she lost her son, which was on Calvary uh, up until the day of, of his resurrection. Th- those days were her, uh, she maintained hope those days, um, and, and, and her every hope, uh, was fulfilled, and, and she was completely taken by that, and uh, and and uh, and, and everything is fulfilled. You know, that's that's what we can be confident when we're when we're hoping in our Lord is that He is absolutely 100 percent going to take care of absolutely everything. It's just that we have to completely place all of our trust in Him. Uh, and, and and like Monsignor said, there's the the devil wants to, to get us to despair. He wants us to sink back in and there's all kinds of things in this day and age that we're that we're going through with our election, with our with our virus, uh, with with problems in the family, that we can start thinking and thinking and thinking this quicksand idea. Um, but our our blessed mother is is so confident she crushes Satan's head. She can crush Satan's head. Satan is, is afraid of the Blessed Virgin Mary. He's very frightened of her. We need to you know, remember, but, yeah, it just I want to follow up. We need to remember <clears throat> that Satan, his the word itself means the accuser. You remember, we read in Scripture, <clears throat> the accuser of our brothers is cast out, <clears throat> who night and day <clears throat> accuse them before dawn. But but <clears throat> Sa- Satan accuses us. And you know that we, you know, and and he's he's partly mm. right. He's mostly right. You know, you you mm. are mm. you are a sinner. You are yeah. you know, uh, but 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 it's, but it's the advocate who comes in and reassures us mm. of of our mm. salvation through Jesus Christ. So really, you know, it, it's hard to have Amen. the fullness of hope. Amen. How do you have the fullness of hope without the faith of Jesus Christ? Because mm. uh, Satan will accuse us night and day. Uh, and and Amen. that that can create despair in us, Father. Where do you pre- where do you preach? And you should, you should people just stand up and say Amen, Hallelujah. Amen. I'll start Amen. that here. I'll start that here, at Corpus. I'm start going Corpus. to. <laughs> Father, try that this weekend. Father John Paul Gardner, <laughs> l- listen, you, you, you got what I had. Uh, my, my COVID started with kind of the inability to really clear my throat. I hear that in you. Uh, I, I think mm. you're infected, so stay low over there, okay? And, and I wish you okay, the best. Yeah, and as, as your confirmation sponsor, you let me know if there's anything I can do for you in your convalescence, Okay. I just want you to get some AMB pizza tonight, because <laughs> you are really and share it with with Father Ani so that in this first year of his a priesthood um, that he can really we got to get we, we got to get them to be our sponsors so we can talk about that legally. <laughs> yeah. Father Father Gardner, thank you very much, and we wish you the best. Thanks a lot, Martina. Go with me. Are good to good to have you, uh, Jeremiah twenty nine. This is one of my favorite quotes. I know well the plans I have in mind for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare, and not for woe, so as to give you a future of hope. 
uh, let's pray for that theological virtue, that gift of hope in our life as we continue to live our lives and as we continue to move through the year 2020. Um, Eli, I think you're there. We're at 56 minutes past the hour. Give us a preview for the next show. Hey, thanks, Monsignor. Great show tonight. Got another good one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Karen Gibis and Becky Barrett, coming to you from the Rapid City Chancery in Rapid City, South Dakota. They'll start off the show with Father Jacob Boddicker of the Diocese of Rapid City. He'll be talking about sharing the good news on social media. Then later, Father Timothy Castor of the Diocese of Rapid City will ask, what are indulgences, and tell us more about them. Plus, Bishop Peter Mewich of the Diocese of Rapid City will uh, ask, will they be saints soon? You'll have to tune in tomorrow to see what he's going to talk about. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network, tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Right back to you. Hey, Eli, thanks again for uh, putting up with me. It's easy to show up here and talk, and I, I, I try and produce the show from here and, you know, suggest levels go up and down, and I usually mess mess all of your work up. So th- thanks for putting up with me, and thanks for keeping us on the air. Thank you, Monsignor. I couldn't talk for two hours straight, so you do your thing, I'll do my thing, and life it, is good. It's easy. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I just have to shut my mouth about t- telling you how to do your job. Uh, I, um, I'm i going to be moving to Mass here. We have 1210 Mass here at uh, Corpus Christi, and we're going to we're gonna have a homily on um, the, the, the lost sheep. Um, that's the gospel today. Um, Father, what do you got planned? Father Ani, you got 30 seconds to tell us what your day is. What, what's your day going to bring? Well, I just anointed someone. That's why I was a little okay. late. Okay. Um, All right. So I anointed a uh, parishioner. Fantastic. Surgery. Fantastic. And, and that's why I was a little late this morning. We're, we're a good team here. See, I'm on, I'm, I'm on a radio show with, uh, you know, the former mayor and the bishop, and you're out doing the priestly work. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good follower and, uh, of your direction. And uh, then you also uh, go to St. Mary's to yep. teach. I teach this afternoon at the high school, so I'm looking forward to seeing the kids again. Fantastic. And again, Eli, we're going to get Father Ani on. He wants to host in 2021. We're going to get him certified and ready to go. So I want to thank all of our listeners who really make Real Presence Radio possible. This has been Monsignor Schumacher, and I look forward to being with you again. God bless you in your day. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.